Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. Oh, author of fantasy, romance, and all of the wonderful places they intersect. Uh, today is Thursday, November 19th, release day for Under a Winter Sky. And I know I've got funny light this morning. Uh, Kelly Robson would not approve. But I'm also going live later. I am on Instagram live. I hope I figured out. I don't know why it didn't save the other day. Well, because I didn't hit the save button, but it like disappeared before I could hit the save button. So who knows? Uh, but I was supposed to have Grace Draven on the podcast this morning, and we were going to meet at eight my time and nine hers. And I waited until about nine 15 and then I called her and she said that, uh, that she was sick last night and not feeling good. So I have to see if I can, <laughs> it's really not a good light with the sun coming in straight like that, but oh well, so it, so it goes. I also didn't turn on this this other light. Here, I'll lean forward some. Still wrestling with technical difficulties. Uh, but at any rate, I talked with Grace for a few minutes, and she was like, oh, get up, I'll get up. But I told her no to rest. And she, she said, of course, the first thing you think of, because she had a fever, she was tired. She said, the first thing you think of is COVID. She said, but I feel so much better. I'm, I just know it's not. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't know that. You need to be careful. And she's like, well, she says, I haven't gone anywhere. And I said, you had guests last weekend, you know, house guests, some of whom who have had COVID before. And she said, yeah, but not since June. <laughs> so it's like, uh. so maybe she will be on tomorrow. We'll, we'll see if she continues to feel better. Uh, I also have figured out where the microphone is on my laptop, which I am using to record via Zencaster. I had to Google it. I, I looked in, you know, like the settings and so forth and the laptop itself would not tell me, which I thought was interesting. I have an HP Envy and it's one of these, um, you know, tablet type that you can fold in half. And so, you know, like I fold it in half to lay it flat on my lap. And I turned it the other way so that instead of having the screen facing me, since it was casting the blue glow on my face, which might be preferable to having my face in shadow, but so it goes. Um, it turns out that the microphone is on either side of the camera on the laptop. They said that it's a pinpoint hole on either side of the camera that's at the top of the screen. Who knew? Certainly not I. So um, now I have turned the laptop around so that the microphone is nearer to me and this should work. Um, and for those of you, um, Mara, who uh, apologized for putting the bug in my ear about the volume. No, it's good. I like hearing about it. And I do think that I'm capable of letting stuff go if I can't solve the problem. More or less, maybe. So, uh, release day for Under a Winter Sky. Very exciting. I 
looked to see how many pre-orders we tapped out at, and it was a very nice number. I'm continuing to get sales today, which is great. Thank you all so much for buying it. Um, I really hope you enjoy, and I hope it brings you some seasonal delight because we all need all of the seasonal delight we can scrape up. <laughs> uh, and we have the number one new bestseller ribbon on Amazon. Yay! So thank you all. You all are awesome. Uh, yeah, so, you know, that's like what's filling my brain at the moment. Uh, very excited to see that doing well. Uh, I, I did put up my pre-order link for the Golden Griffin and the Bear Prince. And I thought it was funny because I did it in the evening because I wanted to at least get it up two nights ago. and But I hadn't assigned an ISBN yet. And I realized I hadn't written my description yet, you know, like the back cover copy, which we call BCC. Sometimes I use the acronym BCC and people don't know what I'm talking about, but that's, um, I don't know, maybe trad publisher lingo, the BCC, the copy that goes on the back of the book. Uh, and it's your, what some people call blurb. And I don't like to call it blurb because we also use blurb to mean like whatever, you know, like the author saying, this is the best thing since sliced green beans, um, which would actually be a tepid blurb, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, and it was the end of the day and it was like, I'd gotten all my writing done and I'd gotten other stuff done. And I thought, well, I wanted to at least get those links up on the various sites so that they would be live by the time uh, Long Night of the Crystal and Moon went live. And, oh, look, Amanda Boucher, author, joined. I don't normally notice, but hi, Amanda. Amanda's in Paris. So I thought, well, I don't want to write up that BCC while I'm feeling tired with end of the day brain. So I just left the ISBN and the BCC blank. I put in a, like a little line on the on the description saying, you know, follows long night of the crystalline moon and the under a winter sky midwinter holiday fantasy anthology. That's a lot of words. And when I came back the next day to fill that stuff in, having not posted the Amazon link anywhere, there were already two pre-orders. So it's just amazing. You guys like watch these things like, like turkey vultures waiting for uh, prey. Is that an unflattering analogy? It might be. So uh, that's up. And, and there's more pre-orders on Golden Griffin and the Bear Prince. So thank you. Uh, I did see one review of Long Night of the Crystalline Moon that mentioned that the reconciliation was not entirely convincing given the long history of these two characters. And I thought I made it clear in the story, but just in case there's a lingering question, um, I wanted this story to end optimistically for midwinter holiday fantasy anthology. But yes, those two do have a long road ahead of them. And they will be in the ensuing books. So just putting that out there. Other things that are going on, um, there is the fundraiser 
Romance the Races, where we are uh, donating money, raising money for the Georgia Senate runoff. A critical election here in the U.S. One of the great lessons of the past 12 years has been that uh, who other states elect as their senators profoundly affects the rest of us. And we need to flip the Senate, and Georgia's going to be the key to doing that. So I have donated several things. I donated um, a full print set of 12 Kingdoms and Uncharted Realms books signed. Some of those I'll, I might have to scramble to find, but I will find them. Uh, a few are, are not easy to get a hold of these days. But that one's already like got a bid of $130. That surprises me. And then I also donated six months of mentoring author coaching. And that one's, I, last time I looked last night, it was up to like $350. That's like a $900 value. So let's um, get that up there. Let you know, Money for a very good cause. And seems like I had something else to share. Oh, tomorrow I will be online uh, for a panel of science fiction and fantasy authors from CEFWA, from Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America, at the Hampton Library. And uh, it's a uh, Virginia, I think. And we will uh, be talking. It's in honor of NaNoWriMo. So we will be talking about process and getting words on the page and maybe publishing paths. Uh, I hope to answer a lot of questions for people. I will be moderating, but I'll put a link to that in the show notes so that you guys can check it out. It's going to be at 3.30 Eastern time. So for those of you for whom that is a convenient hour, uh, do come and join us. And I'm recording a podcast this weekend with Drinking With Authors right up my alley. Um, but I don't think they're going to post that right away. I'm not really sure. So I think that covers all of my news. Um, I mentioned the other day that we are not going anywhere for Thanksgiving, which is not a surprise uh, to anyone. Um, it was disappointing, but, oh, I did talk about it. Yeah, um, it's too bad that we can't go, but New Mexico is asking us to shelter in place. And my mom posted a meme that I thought was kind of funny that said, um, better Thanksgiving on Zoom than Christmas in the ICU. So, you know, we're almost to the end of this, not that much farther to go. So we just have to keep pushing on. And um, I mean, it would just really suck to get sick at this point, you know, <laughs> after going through, uh, you know, eight, nine months of this. Um. And I've seen some people posting, you know, about getting it again. And it's absolutely true you can get it again, which is uh, something I pointed out to Grace, that she's had these um, young house guests who were clearly not careful enough that they, you know, contracted it before. They're going to be even less careful if they think that they can't get it again, which you absolutely can. 
So I'm crossing fingers for Grace that she really is better and that this is not COVID that she has. And if she's good, she will be on tomorrow morning. So that'll be good to uh, chat with her. And then we can all yell at her to be more careful, right? I feel like that's all I'm doing these days is yelling at my friends <laughs> to be more careful. Uh, you know, I think everybody's kind of inured to the pandemic at this point. You know, back in spring, it was kind of scary and new and being on lockdown and what do we do? And now, you know, it's interesting how people are. We get we become accustomed to being in danger and it begins to feel like not a thing. Like, oh, you know, I already had it or, oh, um, you know, there's nothing you could do about it anyway. But we're very close now. Um, the vaccine is starting to be distributed. Frontline healthcare workers are getting it first. You know, they have like their tiers. That's the tier one. Tier two is uh, people with underlying health conditions or who are over, I think, 60, which over 60 is my husband, not me, but... Um, and I don't know if his Parkinson's counts as an underlying health condition or not. I'm not sure if there's they have numbers on comorbidity of Parkinson's. But considering that COVID does affect people neurologically, uh, maybe, maybe he does count. So maybe we can be in tier two and, and so forth. So we've been staying close to home the last few days, really only going to the grocery store. Um, we'll be doing that for the next little while. David commented that he doesn't actually mind hanging out at home, which I don't really mind either. Uh, although uh, one of my other friends commented that not everybody has a rich internal life and this is hard on the extroverts. <laughs> Our poor extroverts are uh, really coming apart at the seams at this point. Maybe you all will understand the the introvert strain now because the like introverts being out in public is what it feels like to you after, after months and months of uh, not being able to socialize with people. It's the same. I think it's a very similar energy drain. So let's see, do I have any other news? Oh, this is not an important piece of news, but I did buy an expensive bottle of champagne for uh, Thanksgiving. Um, uh, Veuve Clicquot, which I just love. And it was $52. It was the most I have ever spent on a bottle of champagne. But I thought, well, since I'm not spending money on traveling, um, that that will be a special treat for the day of Thanksgiving and David got us a turkey and I'll finish uh, making my recipes. I'm going to end up making way too much food, but I am taking Thursday and Friday off next week. So just to uh, lull around. So I probably will not be posting anything, but that's jumping the gun. I will be around for the next few days. And maybe we'll get some more podcast guests in. I am interviewing, I think I mentioned, uh, Nalini Singh on Monday afternoon. So that will go up on Tuesday morning. 
And maybe I will do a podcast on Wednesday morning to make up for the fact that I won't be doing anything on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's going to be a good little break. I hope to um, get out and maybe do some long walks. And David and I are talking about doing some kind of movie marathon all day Thursday. I was voting for the three Lord of the Rings movies because we haven't seen them since they originally released. And I thought it might be fun to watch them one, two, three in a row. But he did not comment <laughs> when I suggested it, which usually means that he's not enthused about the idea. Sometimes he'll say that I just assume that, but that's, um, I don't think he wants to watch it. So, uh, I think that's it for me today. I will post the number one new release banner on the photo just because it's so pretty. And um, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Thank you again for supporting Under Our Winter Sky. I really hope you love the stories. I think all the stories in it are so great. So if, even if you don't read mine, read the others because they're all so good. All right. I'll remind you that First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. And you will find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.